Old Fashioned Football and Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by our Patreon. Score exclusive perks, content, and contests, including our NFL Win Totals contest with a $1,000 prize. Join today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. We're also brought to you by Parlay Play. Parlay Play is a lead pipe lock-in for parlaying player props. Go to parlayplay.io and use promo code SGP for 100% deposit bonus today. Hey, what's up? This is Sam Acho, and you're listening to Old Fashioned Football. Old Fashioned Football. Welcome, welcome to Old Fashioned Football. I'm your host, J-Mark. You can find me on Twitter at jmarkfootball. And before we keep going to talk about the top 10 wide receivers in fantasy football auction leagues, got to bring in my co-host on the pod and in life. She is uh, known for going 16-0 one year in fantasy football. That's right, went undefeated all the way to the championship and won. Kicks asses all the time, takes names. The best TDs in the league, sometimes the only TDs in the league. You can find her on Twitter at the Mermark Miranda. How you doing today? I am doing great. I wanted to give you a big old introduction today. I guess you did. And what <laughs> an introduction did you give me? <laughs> yeah. We are coming off of a really, really good weekend. Yes. Yeah, we had an amazing time in Minneapolis this past weekend. Which celebrated 11 years. Married. Cheers to us. Chink. (laughs) That was a little aggressive ching there, but that's okay. I wanted to make sure the ching was heard, but (laughs) probably could have toned it down a notch. Ching heard around the world. Anyways, yeah, Mm -hmm. great time in Minnesota. Yes, and we spent a good deal of time at the O'Shaughnessy Distillery, where Keeper's Heart is made. We had an amazing time there. If you are in the Minneapolis area, visiting Minneapolis, need a destination place to go to for a weekend trip, go to Minneapolis. Yeah, just for <laughs> the distillery the, alone. Yes, um, if you like breweries, Surly Brewing is right next right to it as next well. Door. It's a great location with the two next to each other. Yeah, The O'Shaughnessy Distillery is... I'm, just, I'm trying to find the right words to describe... It, like it's just so it's so nice. I love the vibe in there. It's relaxed, but like high class. I don't know yeah. how to describe it. You feel it's fancy cla- without fancy having to be without fancy. Having to be fancy. Yeah, classy. You can see the copper pot stills in a huge window up on the wall. Mm-hmm. Um, front through the a window into into the distillery. Right. Essentially. Yeah. Um, amazing food in their restaurant and bar. Yeah. Really liked the bar. <laughs> <laughs> and they have a gift shop there. You can do the tours, which we did do. And and everybody 
from tour guide to bartender to manager of the restaurant to even the uh, lady that was working the store. Everybody was super nice. Super nice. Um, just had a, a great time, you know, hanging out with them. But just to kind of recap, I mean, first we did the tour, which yes. is awesome. Highly recommend. I recommend that. And if you do the tour, it's not only is it super informative, uh, you get to see a lot of neat behind the scenes there. At, uh, yeah. Neat things behind the scenes there at Keeper's Heart. And... If you do the tour, you will get 15% off to their gift shop, which yeah. you can buy their whiskey in their gift shop. <laughs> whiskey that, um, well, at least for us, I think what's available to us for Keeper's Heart, where we are, is their Irish American and their Irish bourbon, which are great whiskeys, but they have everything they make in their gift shop. So we had fun in the gift shop. <laughs> yeah. just I just want to break down a little, just kind of a little how... It went because it was kind of funny. So we we did the tour, which was awesome. Went through that tour. It's about an hour. Um, and I feel like we know a lot about whiskey, but we did learn things. Yes, we did. So so that was fun. At the um, end of the tour, you get to taste the components that go into Keeper's Heart as well as Keeper's Heart. So Yeah, which was fun. Yes, a lot yeah, of fun. The, the, um, I think it's the single malt, the triple distilled, and then the actual rye. You get to try all three separate, and then you get to try the the blended, which is Keeper's Heart Irish American. Then we went and had dinner, which we met your cousin there, had dinner with him and his girlfriend, had a really good time, and then we're like, okay, we better uh, go to the gift shop and get some stuff. So we went to the gift shop, and then we were leaving, and we're like, you know what? This has been a lot of fun. It's really enjoyable. Let's go sit at the bar and have a couple more drinks. So we went, and we had their high-proof flight. And uh, got to try a couple other things there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, we got to try what we're drinking today on the show. Yeah, yeah. And I think I have a new favorite whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> this is really, really good. Uh, well, let's let's not bury the lead here. Let's just talk mm-hmm. about what are we drinking today. We are drinking Keeper's Heart Irish American single barrel finished in Madeira barrels. Yes. And... Spoiler alert, it's very good. It is amazing. <laughs> I like the port, it's port heavy on this. Like, whoa, whoa, let's get into the details. Well, if when you we're know what re- Madeira is, <laughs> okay, we'll get into the details later. I know what you're saying. I shouldn't yeah. describe this yet. Wait to the review part. That's right. Um, but this, it's amazing. We it bought is. a bottle, we did, <laughs> which is why we're trying it today. <laughs> To be fair, we bought a bottle before we tried it. We did. Because and we then, just knew we were going to like it. Yeah. Then we realized we made a very good decision. Yes. <laughs> so we did that. Uh, the next day we went to Ace Spirits, which, um, as you know, we had Luke Castle. I mean, hopefully you know. If you don't, go back and listen. But Luke Castle, the owner of Ace Spirits, was on our show. Really, really cool store. Like, very neat store. Yeah, I it, walking into there, I don't know a better way to describe this other than a library of whiskey. Yeah. Like, do you, you even got I mean? the like the rolling yes. ladder? It is such a classy Again, there's the word classy. We just <laughs> into classy places. We're you full walk of class. In and it is just like nice dark bookcases of whiskey on display. It's not overcrowded. Um, I really like how the setup is in there. It's easy to look at everything. And it just has this cozy, like, home library, like, fancy library. 
<laughs> feel. I don't know yeah. how to describe it no, other than a, that, but it's totally my vibe. Yeah. I was going to say, you did a good job. And I, I thought the pricing was excellent. Absolutely. Like, we found some whiskey that we've we've looked for because mm-hmm. you've been interested in buying it. And the the price there was much less than we were finding it everywhere else. Yeah. And so, if you go there, you can sample some of the whiskeys before you buy them. Yeah. Which... We did. We did, and we bought them. <laughs> so, though the other one we sampled that we didn't buy is on my list. It is on the list. Yeah. We um, we had to limit ourselves. We did a little bit. A little. Um, <laughs> didn't do a great job at that, but no. But speaking of Keeper's Heart and a Spirits and what week it is, it is Expo Week. We will be in Canton, Ohio, Friday through Sunday. At the Fantasy Football Expo there. And on Friday night, it's the kickoff party. Highly encourage everyone to come to the kickoff party. It is sponsored by SGPN. And Old Fashioned Football will have a table set up where you can come and sample whiskeys that are brought to you by Keeper's Heart and A Spirits. Yeah. That is where we got our whiskey. And you can sample the Keeper's Heart bourbon or Irish American, and as well as some of the whiskeys that we picked up from Ace Spirits. Yeah. There's a catch, though. There is a catch. We are asking for takes. (laughs) Fantasy football takes. Yes. (laughs) Don't give me some random-ass take about something different. (laughs) Come meet us on the Friday night kickoff party. Come to our table. It is tastings and takes with old-fashioned football. Meet us. Sample some whiskey. Give us some fantasy football takes. It's going to be a really great time. We'll also be at the booth on Sunday, the SGPN fantasy football booth on Sunday. The one other take I will um, listen to is if somebody walks up and says, oh, hey, the Bears are going to win the Super Bowl. I will reward that take. Um, But otherwise, (laughs) it's got to be fantasy football. And uh, when you're there, it's a great time to kind of learn a little bit more about our Patreon Sign up for the Patreon to get access to exclusive contests, including the NFL Win Totals Contest with the $1,000 first place prize. Besides season-long contests, they also have weekly contests just for Patreons, plus a monthly SGP Stories podcast completely ad-free and full of behind-the-scenes stories from SGPN. There's even a Discord channel just for patrons. Only you can prevent corporate gambling. Do your part. Sign up today. SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash Patreon. That's SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash Patreon. Now... Sports Gambling Podcast picks, um, fantasy advice, everything is going to continue to be free. This just helps us out. We've all been at the blackjack table, and you know you kind of go on a little bit of a win streak, and you slide that chip over to the dealer like, this one's for you, my friend. Same thing here. They give out so many winning pe- picks, so much good advice. This is just like sliding a chip back a little bit. Plus, you get contests, and that first contest was the mini helmet. I'm sure they'll have another one that includes a mini helmet, but damn it, I'm not going to shut up about the mini helmet until I have one. <laughs> hint, hint. Hint, hint. To Sport, me. <laughs> slash Patreon. All right, Miranda, we're talking about wide receivers today. We've done quarterbacks. We've done running backs. Go back and listen to those if you haven't yet. You'll find some good information on our top 10 lists. This isn't necessarily like a, oh, these are the top 10 that are going to be one through 10 fantasy football wise, we are considering what you have to pay for them. Now, I don't know about you, but wide receivers, that didn't affect me as much. No, 
I don't think that I necessarily disagreed with the pricing. It was more of the rankings mm-hmm. and who I would be taking over. Sure. Um, I mean, I, you're going to have to pay for these top wide receivers yeah. and they're going to go for those prices. So I wouldn't necessarily say that I wouldn't. Oh, if this player goes for this price, I'm not going to take him. I just have a I ranked I did my ranking this week in terms of who I want. Yeah, I I kind of did, too. Like, I think I've said it before on this podcast, but I think it's a wide receiver year. Um, it, it just I don't mean to, to continue to diminish running backs just like the NFL is. But if I'm going to spend sixty some dollars or whatever, I think it's going to be on a wide receiver before a running back. I guess it all depends it on. It depends on because for running backs, you have the top. It's almost like the tight end situation. The top couple will really put up the huge points, and mm-hmm. if you want to spend your money there, you're going to be disappointed. Um. Yeah. But you could get spend a little less and get average numbers that everybody's going to get and spend more on these top wide receivers. Yeah, for sure. Well, why don't we jump right into it? This is our top 10 wide receivers uh, fantasy football auction league. So again, this one's not as much as like who you get the most bang for your buck. Like for quarterbacks definitely was, we had some bargain quarterbacks on there because why are we spending a lot of money on a quarterback? Because we're, we're not because we're saving it for these wide receivers who you got at number 10. So you're having me go first. You've gone first every time. I guess. Ladies first. <laughs> I'm a gentleman over um, here. So. Chivalry ain't dead sugar. My number 10 is not currently ranked in the top 10 for wide receivers. Ooh, we're getting a hot take already. Already. You're going to get to try um, some rye. <laughs> just for everyone's uh, knowledge, I guess, or awareness, whatever you want to say here. Garrett Wilson for the Jets is currently ranked 10th among wide receivers. And last year he was ranked 19th. He finished 19th, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. He finished 19th for wide receivers for 2022 with 174.2 points. They're projecting him to get over 200 points this year at 206.9. The only reason that that they're projecting this is because of Rodgers. And I just don't see Rodgers making... Garrett Wilson, a top 10. Oh, interesting. I just don't, well, do you, I just don't see it. Yeah. I don't know. That's my take there. Well, you also. He might finish better than 19th, but I just don't see him as. In the top 10. Top 10. You also said on a previous podcast that you expect Rodgers to play less than 65% of the games. So if he misses time. Because. Because of that trade clause. Yeah. Yeah. If he plays over 65%, the second becomes a first. If he yeah. plays under, it remains a second. When that's draft picks for what yeah. they traded to the Packers for him for. Right. Yep. So. Anyways. He's got to play less than 65% of the time. So that right there is why I would stay away from Rodgers as a quarterback because he's going to have to miss some games or miss some starts. So I don't is know. Wilson your 10 or no? Because you said he's outside. No, your... he's outside. I didn't rank him. He's okay. just not in my top 10. Well, who is your number 10? Devonta, the anticipation. Devonta Smith for the oh, Eagles. Okay. Um, he was the 10th ranked yeah. wide receiver, finished 10th among wide receivers last season with 207.1 points, which is higher than what they project Garrett Wilson to get, by the way. And they have him dropping down to 13 among wide receivers and have him getting like 195.7 
Now, with Hertz, I just I don't see him regressing that much. I I just don't. I still I like Devonta Smith as a number ten. I would pay twenty one dollars for him before I'd pay twenty six dollars for Garrett Wilson. I have him ranked number ten. Yeah, I mean, and aside from the running back situation, the wide receiver room and quarterback room that hasn't changed. So you would expect them to pick up right where they left off. Mm-hmm. So that makes sense. I don't have him on my top 10, but I struggled with not putting him in there as well. So it's I get hard it. because, and here's another, like Garrett Wilson was the easiest person to remove from the current rankings <laughs> for me. Because the Rodgers hate. It, oh. Not because of that. Just looking at the talent up there, it's like, ah, he would Did, finish above Garrett Wilson. He would finish above Garrett Wilson to me. So that is why he was the... I struggled a little bit with my 10, like, because I agree kind of really closely with the rankings, but that one was like a nope, he's out. How much was Devonta Smith? I don't remember if you said. $21. $21. So very affordable Mm -hmm. for somebody that finished ninth last year or 10th? 10th last year. He did finish 10th. He's a top 10 last year. I think he's going to stay around the same. He's my, he's my 10. So on a 10 10 to 12 person league, that's a wide receiver one still Mm -hmm. for 21 bucks. That's a hell of a deal. Mine almost, I feel like, is going to be a hot take because of how low I have him on this list because I know everybody is all about him this year. They're all about this team. I'm not buying the hype. (laughs) Number 10, I'm on Ross St. Brown. Okay. Okay. Not what you thought I was going to (laughs) say? Oh, shit over there. I thought we were going to have a huge disagreement here. (laughs) I'm on Ross St. Brown, $26. Now, I'm not discrediting the fact that I'm on Ross St. Brown has a fun name to say, or that he is a talented player. But is there a scenario here where Jameer Gibbs takes some of the pass catching because as a running back, you know, they're lining him up all over the field. But other than that, for wide receivers, they really don't have a lot of proven talent, especially with Jamison Williams missing the first six weeks due to suspension. So why won't the defense just focus on stopping St. Brown, right? And then and then Jamison Williams comes back along with a couple other wide receivers that were suspended, which then there's more targets to go around. So I everybody's hype on this Lions team. I am not, but I also couldn't I just couldn't find myself taking him out of the top ten mm-hmm. because he still is a young, talented receiver. Twenty six dollars is. is a good price. But I could see him taking a step back from where he finished last year. He did he finished last year, finished eighth. Yeah. They have him currently ranked Ninth. So that is a step back already. Um, I might as well just get this out of the way. He is my number nine. I have him at number nine because not often are we that close on our I know. I do see him (laughs) regressing a little from last year just because they have more targets, but it's Goff. And if he did that well (laughs) last year with Goff at the helm, it's he he's a talented wide receiver I think he's still gonna be the main guy obviously I don't see him regressing out of the top 10 at some point do we have to start maybe giving Goff a little bit more credit no because I mean he finished as a top (laughs) 10 fantasy football quarterback he's got this team believing he's got this team as the favorite in the division do we have to give him a little no you say no sports gambling podcast is I mean they're primarily known especially Sean and Kramer Mm. for having uh some shares on Goff Sucks Island, so... I know, and you say he was a top 10. He was number 10. Yeah. But the quarterback situation last year... That's Where fair. we had... We had 64 quarterbacks start. 
That's fair. Yeah. I'm not saying that Goff, he played, but had everybody been healthy and started, he would not have finished 10. Yeah, I guess that's true. Uh, maybe you can get some parlays for Goff and Amon Ross St. Brown. Speaking of parlays. We are brought to you by Parlay Play. Parlay Play is a great way to get down on your favorite parlayed player props. Say that five times fast. <laughs> Football season is right around the corner and Parlay Play will have all your favorite props. Parlay Play is available in a ton of states, including California and Texas. Plus, for our good friends up north, Parlay Play is available in a bunch of provinces in Canada. And when you sign up with our code, you'll get a sweet bonus to get started. Head on over to parlayplay.io and use promo code SGP for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. Again, that's parlayplay.io, promo code SGP. And I think we did just talk ourselves into a parlay play that we like. Might be Amon Ross St. Brown and Jared Goff parlay them together. This is Jim Miller, former Chicago Bears quarterback. Now, back to old-fashioned football. All right. It's available in Canada, eh? Canada, eh? (laughs) We haven't watched Letterkenny in so long. We haven't, I know. (laughs) I was thinking of, um, what's the, I I can't even think of the name of it now, Strange Brew. I was thinking of Strange Brew. Take off, you hoser. Um, Anyways, you gave your number nine, right? Mm -hmm. Who is yours? My number nine is C.D. Lamb. He's projected number eight, so I guess I didn't drop him as much as I thought I was. But this is a guy that he's kind of gone in the top five when when we've watched our auction drafts. As far as prices, he's been one of the top five wide receivers off the board for pricing. He's $38 this year. I just, I am losing more and more faith in, in Dak Prescott every year, and I've not had a lot of faith in him to begin with. He uh, led the league in interceptions last year, and that was while being injured. He's Now, he did claim that he won't throw more than 10 interceptions this year, but he's the favorite on the books to throw the most interceptions. Mm-hmm. I just – I don't think CeeDee Lamb is going to be as dominant. Is he going to get plays? Yes. Is he going to get targets? Yes. Absolutely. But I just don't think he's going to be he's, – he's not going to be a top five wide receiver for me. But, again, I do think Dak targets the hell out of him. I do have concerns that Dalton Schultz is no longer there to pull some of the target share and defensive attention, but maybe that'll work out in Lamb's favor. So he's my number nine. He's my number eight. Well, so we're I have him ranked <laughs> higher than you do, just like Amonra. And for similar reasons, um, currently projected to get 232.7 points this season. He got 248.1, finished sixth among wide receivers last year. I do see some regression this year. Yeah. Um, now, but- I will I will say, not to cut you off, but with the caveat of if he's low 30s, then he pops up for me. He gets goes up my list because I think you're getting a good value at, in low 30s. Low 30s because he's valued at $38. Yeah, but if it's around that 40 range, 38, 39, 40, then he's got he's down. I would at nine. pay the thirty eight for him. Okay, good to know. Everybody, better <laughs> up, especially our listener league, which is full. We got everybody in yes. it. We're ready to rock it. Our listener league sponsored oh, by. You're you're on my team though. We're not paying thirty eight for C. We're paying thirty eight for C D Lamb. <laughs> yes, Justin and I did not um, do separate teams this year. Yeah, 
which is going to cause issues when we're drafting here at home. So, so be many. ready for that podcast <laughs> after the draft. So we have to agree and draft together so that we could give our listeners more of a chance to win. We need to just do that one live. I think that would be awesome to do that live. Maybe a special bonus podcast if you really want to listen to our arguments during the draft. Sure, we can release that for you all. But no, our league, Listener League, is sponsored by Keeper's Heart. Yeah. August, I've decided, is just the month of Keeper's Heart and Ace Spirits. Yeah, I like it. It is, yeah, all things Keeper's Heart, great whiskey. So if you're in our Listener League... I wish you the best of luck in the draft. Justin and I, regardless, will not be eligible to win the prize. So if we come in first and beat y'all, then second place gets the keeper's heart. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that's only fair. I think that the arguments are going to... I don't know how big of a chance we have of winning with... Depending on how we argue. Right. (laughs) Oh, gosh. That's going to be so difficult. (laughs) That's entertainment TV there. That's why we need to do it live. Uh, your eight was CeeDee Lamb, so yeah. we're on to my eight. A guy that you dropped out of your top ten. I think this is Garrett the best Wilson. This is the best quarterback he's played. Well, he's just entering his sophomore year. He was a rookie really last year. Do you think he's going to get the most targets out of that team? I do. Just from reading the training camp headlines, which you have to take with a grain of salt. Grain sounds of salt, like Sounds grain. like they're already on the same page. I mean... Garrett Wilson did present, I think that was Garrett Wilson, or was it Sauce Gardner? I don't know. One of the guys <laughs> on the team that was a rookie last year presented Aaron Rodgers with some ice, um, a nice necklace thing. <laughs> I think that's what the kids say, right? They call ice. it ice. Aaron Rodgers hasn't played with a receiver this talented since Devontae Adams. Garrett Wilson is a hell of a talented wide receiver. I think they're going to click. Mm-hmm. I think we know Rodgers targets his top receiver, his wide receiver one, a lot. And if Garrett Wilson could finish in the... T- he finished in the top 10 last year, right? No. No. What, finished what 19th. He? Finished 19th. If he can finish 19th with Joe Flacco, Zach Wilson, and the other band of then misfits he throwing... finish 15th with Rodgers. <laughs> then I think he can finish in the top 10 with Rodgers, and that's probably the nicest thing I will ever say about Rodgers. So Garrett you, Wilson, $26. What about the 35% of games that Rodgers doesn't throw to him? <laughs> That he doesn't throw. Oh, when he's injured. See, I'm not buying that rhetoric. That's your rhetoric. I'm <laughs> I'm saying if this is maybe Rogers last year, he's going to do everything he can to play all of them. Though I do think he's injury prone. I think the trade was a mistake. Yada yada yada. But for me, Garrett Wilson, I'm high on him. Even if you Zach think Wilson, old balls, Rogers <laughs> is going to make Wilson. You know, Zach Wilson maybe You're has... not talking about just doing 10 positions higher for wide receivers. You're, he's going to come up to number eight. That's 11. You're right. I'm stretching <laughs> the, the, the raise of 10 there. <laughs> Us laughing reminds me we met Greg from Better Edge this weekend at Ace Spirits. And we laughed in the store or something. And he, he made the comment about it was weird because it's like listening to us on the podcast laugh but yes. greg's a great guy go check out better edge you know they helped us with our our poll on mm-hmm. our june giveaway um a lot we'll of cool stuff with going him again for future polls absolutely and giveaways so and he's got a lot of cool stuff going on over there at better edge so go check them out anyways we don't agree on we're garrett not wilson. drafting garrett wilson <laughs> come on what we if might he's draft at, him but we're not what if he's at 22 no. dollars? what if he's at 20 then maybe then I'll spend the extra dollar or two to get him. Who's your number seven? <laughs> Just for reference, we have to we, we have to live stream this. 
Do we not? This I forgot that brutal. we have to compromise. We're drafting together. We're going to have to compromise <laughs> on every... We're going to be bidding and we're going to be misbidding or I'm going to be hitting the bid button and pissing you off. So this is this is great. I don't know if Sleeper is... I've heard it's not great on the computer, more of an app thing, but hopefully we can get it up on the computer and yeah, we can argue about it. It'll be fun. I'm in charge. <laughs> you get the mouse. I get the enter button over here. Who's your number oh, seven? man. My number seven, and this is where I differ from the current rankings again. I have Devontae Adams at Ooh. number seven. He is currently projected or ranked at sixth for this season at $42. So you're not that different. But I, I am a little because Stefan Diggs, I'm just going to do my six and seven right here. Okay. Stefan Diggs is currently ranked seventh, and I have him at sixth. I have these flipped because I don't know. Even though it's Devontae Adams, I don't know that going from Derek Carr to Jimmy G is – I don't know how it's going to be. I don't know how that's going to be for Devontae Adams. I don't know how the chemistry is going to be there. I don't know how healthy Jimmy G is going to stay. Yeah. It is Devontae Adams, and we have seen with some of these – wide receivers that like Tyreek Hill, that it doesn't necessarily matter who's throwing, even though I think Tua is talented. I'm going to talk about the quarterback situation there later. I just have, I just see Stefan Diggs having a more successful year than Devonte Adams on the bills. Yeah. Not a lot has changed on the bills offense. Stefan Diggs put up 266.2 points, finished fourth among wide receivers last year and current rankings have him dropping to seven I don't see that happening. Um, they have him projected 33 points less than last year. And again, I don't see that happening. And if he is around that same same points he put up last year, he's going to be higher than seven. Okay. I, I flipped them because I see Devontae Adams. He did finish so second, have, but I have him at seven. You have Adams at seven. Because I don't know how I feel about that Raiders offense. And Diggs at six, right? Mm-hmm. I'm just making Flipped sure. I, yeah. Okay. Here's my hot take. Give me a pour of rye. Okay. Who's your seven? Devonta Adams is not on my top ten list. Oh Jesus, <laughs> Justin. So you you're not drafting him at forty two dollars. Not at forty two dollars. You draft him at thirty five because I would draft him at thirty five. Then I might consider putting him in top ten. Okay. Here's here's my <laughs> concerns. Jimmy G has not been historically great at getting the long ball right. to and players. And that's where, what Adams does. Yeah, that's where his fantasy points come in. Right. Those, and, and the yards come in. The Raiders have a terrible offensive line, which means Jimmy G is either going to get hurt or have to throw that ball quickly. And that is not going to benefit Devontae Adams. That's going to benefit Hunter Renfro. I just don't think this is a great situation going from Derek Carr, who is not afraid to throw that ball down the field, to Jimmy G. Even though I think Jimmy G's probably a safer quarterback as far as your interception ratio, I guess, to Derek Carr, I think it's a huge hurt to Devonta Adams. Plus, Adams, a year older. I know he's great, but he is a year older. Number seven, you have him at six. Stephon Diggs, $39. I have concerns with the fact that he's already started some drama in training camp. So wait, that- did you put him at six? Seven. You had him at six, right? Yeah. Yeah, I got him at seven. Oh, yeah. You, I haven't you done were my saying seven. you didn't have Devontae Adams at all. Right, yeah. Okay. 
So Diggs at seven. I have concerns over the drama that he's created that started in the playoff game last year when he said he wasn't targeted enough. He was targeted 10 times. That's a decent amount. To carrying over into training camp when he's raised some fuss about it. Josh Allen has already said, he's made comments about this as a wild card team. So he's not even saying we're going to the Super Bowl. He's saying we're going to make the wild card. I hit. This team feels off. There's something going on. Something smells fishy to me. Really? Yes. Bills? I know. I love the Bills. I love Josh Allen. Don't get me mm-hmm. wrong. Just something smells fishy. And I think Diggs takes a step back. So I got him at seven. Well, that's exactly where he's ranked. Is it? Perfect. Yes. Number six. What do we get for a hot? Oh, uh, this is probably a unique take. An innovative take? Innovative take. Yes. One you're not hearing very much. Very often, which if you visit us on Friday, you'll get to try Keeper's Heart if you give us an innovative yeah, take. Yeah, innovative, original, unique, whatever. Calvin Ridley, $18. Mm. I have Calvin, Calvin Ridley of the Jaguars coming back from his suspension. He's current, currently ranked 15th. Yes. Um, he. I thought about him. It's hard to know where to put him because I would not. I think that he's worth a risk. Drafting, mm-hmm. currently valued at $18, and I would do it. I just don't know if I see him in the top 10. I-, I left him out because I don't have enough to go on to put him in my top 10. The last time he had a competent thrower, which happened to me, Matt, be Matt Ryan, he had a... That was a long time ago. It wasn't that long ago. Seems like a very long time. Was it that pre-COVID? Like it. it was pre-COVID. No. Was it during COVID? Ridley's not been around that long. This is only When was the last time Matt Ryan for the Falcons... Yeah, three years ago. 2020? Yeah. Okay. I think. That just seems like it. Anyways. <laughs> um, he finished in the top 15 that year. and uh, Which is right where he is right now, 15. Right. Sorry. Last year, Christian Kirk finished in the top 12 with Trevor Lawrence throwing to him. Mm-hmm. Calvin Ridley, I like Christian Kirk, but Calvin Ridley is more talented than Christian Kirk. Calvin Ridley is already being talked about as being the most athletic person on the field. A lot of good hype. Trevor Lawrence loves throwing to this guy. I think he's going to be a top 10 wide receiver. And at $18, I got him at number six on my list. I I don't disagree drafting him for $18. So if we get to that point in our draft together, <laughs> fine. If we get to that point, if what does that mean? If you haven't knocked me out by that point. <laughs> All right. We're at number five. Yeah. Who's your fifth? AJ Brown, which is right where he's projected, but that is where I have him. The disrespect. I, Sorry, go on. I like this Eagles offense. Hurts is my who I want to get as quarterback, which I'm sure we're oh gosh, I have to just what I ne- wasn't mentally prepared for all the disagreements we're gonna have <laughs> drafting together. He was number three on my list, so don't get too Kay. discouraged over all there. right. But I don't really think that this he was fifth ranked last year. The Eagles are gonna I do not see the Eagles regressing any. AJ Brown, I don't think you can go wrong. Fifth, $42. I think he's worth that value. They do have him projected 15 points less this season. I'm not worried about that. He's my guy at number five. All right. What are your thoughts there? Uh, I'll get to him later on my thoughts there. Oh, he's up higher. Who is your number five? Jamar Chase. And it's not because I think he's a bad player. I think he's a good receiver. Mm -hmm. But $56 is too much for me for Jamar Chase. I think that that team, they can spread the ball around with T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd. And I just, 
I can't spend $56 on him. I think he's a good player. I just can't do it. I, I really don't have much more than my gut feeling says that's too much for Jamar okay. Chase. So this is interesting, which maybe this part of the draft won't be too bad. He's my number four right. because I couldn't see spending $56 on him either. He finished 11th last season. Yeah, now, he did have injuries. He did. Yeah. However, if he would have played, um, I mean, that's 15.3 points a game he averaged okay. last season. And they have him projected getting higher than that in 2023. And I don't see that. That is one thing I took into consideration. I looked at the games he missed, the games he was present, what he averaged. Yeah, I like it. But yeah, for me, he's he's four. All right. My number four, guy that you like, you were in on him last year, I was not. $48, Tyreek Hill. The cheetah. Um, I actually wanted to rank him higher here. It's the fact that I don't trust Tua to stay healthy. That part bothers me. Now, Jalen Waddell banged up today in in, in training camp, mm-hmm. which could benefit Tyreek Hill. Or, you know, it's one of those things where now the defense only has to focus on Hill if it's a long-term thing. We, we have no idea. I don't want to make projections. But Tyreek Hill, my number four, $48. I saw some clips from training camp, and, and the Dolphins' defense is pretty good, and he is burning, guys. He says he's going to go for over sixteen or over 2,000 yards, he said, but I could see 1,600 for him. I, again, I wanted to put him in my top three, maybe even top two. It's just Tua that I can't, I can't do it. Tyreek is my number three. All right. And we Here's are close why. again there. We are. But I would pay $48 for him. I would pay $50 for Tyreek Hill. Don't tell people that. They'll bid us up. <laughs> Just saying. And let me break this down for you. I think Waddle, like... <laughs> I'm doing him, a penguin Waddle. You can't see me over injured, here. But. I think that would benefit. Tyreek would get more of the targets. But this... <laughs> Tyreek's stats didn't differ whether it was Tua, Skylar Thompson, or I think Teddy Bridgewater even got in there one of the weeks that Tua was out. Teddy, two gloves. Hill's points, except for week 18. That's the exception week. (laughs) That's the exception week. Take that one out. He still had double digits. I don't remember off the top of my head, but I think nothing in the playoffs would have changed based on their week 18 outcome, so I don't think he played the full game. That's what I was wondering. Yeah. And I didn't... I wasn't when I was grabbing that. I thought it might be something like that, but I, I wasn't going to. That's gonna what happened. Yeah. All right. Dig too deep into that part. But anyway. So he's your three. I, yes. And they have Mike White is their backup quarterback now. And I think there's a very high risk of Tua like getting that. And that makes me a little nervous. But Mike White did. He didn't look too bad for the Jets. He didn't look too bad for the Jets. He put no. up some points for the Jets. So. He looked better than Zach Wilson for a bit. And yeah, then... I'm, I'm just not worried about Tyreek Hill's points this season. He finished third last season. I have him finishing third this season. He is he's a beast. The thing is, I don't know if we can bid on him. Because we don't want to anger the distiller in the league. Distilling Douglas. I know. Who is a Dolphins fan. Well, it just might get ugly. <laughs> it might just get ugly. All right. Fair enough. My number three, who you disrespected. A.J. Brown? A.J. Brown. I'm not disrespecting. $42. This guy is one of the top talented wide receivers in the league. He did great for Tennessee, and they just said, let's ship him off. 
He did great for the Eagles. I think Jalen Hurts and he and that whole offense, I think they just pick up right where they left off, kind of like we said when you were talking about Devonta Smith and A.J. Brown is the guy. So I got him at number three. I think $42 is too low. I, why would I spend 56 for Chase, 48 for Hill, um, even 38 for Lamb when I could get A.J. Brown for 42 I'm looking at the last two. I, I'm, I, do we have I, the same? Do we have the same? So my number two is Cooper Cup. Yep. All right. And here's why. I, uh, go ahead. What? No, go ahead. I was just going to I'll talk about it when I talk about him. Okay. Assuming Cooper Cup stays healthy. And assuming Matt Stafford. And assuming stays Matt Stafford. Healthy. I have high hopes for this Rams offense this year. With Cooper Cup missing eight or nine games. He was still the second most targeted on the Rams offense. Yeah. Last season. I can do you one better on stats. No, I got you one better. Oh, okay. <laughs> With the time he played, he averaged 18.1 points a week. Yeah. In fantasy. Up until his injury was the number one wide receiver, Jamar Chase? No. Tyreek Hill? No. A.J. Brown? No. Justin Jefferson? No. Cooper it was Cup. Cooper Cup by a lot. By a lot. We're looking. We're talking about... 18.1, Justin Jefferson finished number one among wide receivers last year, and he only averaged 16.98 points a week. If Cooper Cup would have stayed healthy, he would have been the number one wide receiver finishing out last year. Uh, yeah, no, I agree. If By he a and lot. Stafford. Um, I don't mm -hmm. know what his production looks like if Stafford – I think part of that was without Stafford, actually. Part of it was. Yeah. So I think um, Nick Fortune likes to quote me. Cooper Cup is Cooper Cup. Cooper and in this Cup. situation, Cooper Cup is Cooper <laughs> Cup. And you have to take him at number two. Um, I also like what they did with the draft. And mm -hmm. Matt Stafford's backup is likely going to be Georgia's standout Stetson Bennett, mm -hmm. which is probably weird if you said that two, three years ago. But he really showed that he can carry a team. So I'm not as concerned with their backup plan. Um, yeah, Cooper Cup's a beast. I almost... I put almost him put him at number one. I thought that's weird. Okay, you did so too? maybe okay. this part, if we just get our number one and <laughs> number two picks for wide receiver, we'll be, we'll be okay in this draft. Yeah, it was um, hard not to because yeah. if you look at the dominance he had two years ago when he was fully healthy and the dominance he had when he was healthy last year, I don't think that's going to change. I think he's going to continue to be dominant. Yeah, he's but, my number two just because of the risk factor there. Or I think Justin Jefferson is who is my number one. And yeah, I'm, part of part of one just real quick. One other reason I almost have him at one. He's under fifty bucks when the guy we have at number one is sixty four. I know, but I know I know the butts. It's but the risk. It's the health risk. Yeah, you know, if he stays healthy, anybody can get injured. Anybody can. <laughs> anybody can. Um, Dude gets one injury, and now we're dogging him. I know. <laughs> So that, he's my number two. Are we really dogging him? <laughs> anyway, number one, Justin Jefferson just had an amazing year last year. I don't see regression. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he is he is the Vikings' offense. <laughs> Adam Thielen is gone. He went to Carolina. Mm -hmm. They drafted Jordan Addison, that I think is going to fill in nicely there, and they have T.J. Hawkinson. So the defense. Unfortunately for the defenses, they can't just focus no, on can't. Justin Jefferson. And so, and I think that Jefferson is, he's still going to get most of the targets on that team. And six games against the NFC North, which. 
That is another is one thing. of the worst divisions it, as far as cornerbacks and mm-hmm. allowing wide receiver points. When you points. think about the fact that six of the games are against the Lions, Bears, and Packers. Oh, my. Oh, my. <laughs> I do see the Vikings at the top of our division this year. What? Um, for sure. Justin, I have hope. But statistical, analytical, All right, once this podcast me, is done, I don't think we can talk <laughs> the rest of the day. I see the Vikings <laughs> being on top again. I do not. The Bears are going to win the division, but I'd love to see the it's Bears. Okay. I'm not saying I don't want them to. Why would I say that? I'm just saying, with what's supported right now, I think. Get ready for August 23rd or 24th when the NFL Gambling Podcast does the NFC North Division preview with me, Moneyline Mac, and a special guest, a guy by the name of R.D. Summers, owner of the Flying Moose in Des Moines. Um, yeah, we're gonna we'll have those arguments of whether the Vikings are gonna finish top the division or not. How dare I'd like you? to say it's close. <laughs> it could be close if we have this season that I want us to have. But yeah, I I also obviously have Justin Jefferson number one. He was a just a beast last year. Kirk Cousins is not afraid to get him the ball, and uh, he's pretty much uncoverable. So I mean, there's not much more you can say about it. He's obviously the, to me, he is my top draft pick. I've said that before in a snake round. If I am sitting on the number one, I'm taking Justin Jefferson because I'm down on the uh, running backs this year. All right, should we talk a little bit about uh, some whiskey? Let's do, and, and I was just going to say, like, you're just going to, no transition here. Let's just go to whiskey. That was our top 10. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> it was our top 10. It was our top 10. Let Tastings and ticks. Let's see. if you disagree. See. Yeah. If you have any, want to take some jabs at us, go Excess, ahead. yeah. Excess. We can take, we can take the heat. <laughs> That's all right. Um, let's see. We The Keeper's Heart was a innovative slash unique slash original take what do you think is your most unique take in your top 10 list do you think it's not putting calvin or or, uh, garrett wilson in there yeah i mean that's the most i think i agree that's probably your most unique putting devonta smith up there no yeah well well finished 10th last year yes okay but not having but i don't hear a lot of people cutting garrett wilson out of the top 10 yeah so there's your unique (laughs) i think mine's having calvin ridley at six I would have um, to agree with that, putting yeah. him up there. That it's guy. a hot take, but I also it's think it's pretty unique. So It's a hot one. It's a spicy take. <laughs> spicy. So again, Fantasy Football Expo, you'll get to try Keeper's Heart if you give us a unique slash innovative slash original idea that's not considered just mm-hmm. a unreachable hot take. Yes. All right. Whiskey. So like I said earlier, we are drinking Keeper's Heart Irish American single barrel finished in Madeira barrels. And this is amazing. It's very Madeira forward. You smell the Madeira. Yeah, on the nose, it smells like port. Yes. Um, it's so good. We are not drinking in this in an old fashioned because it is so good. It is. We this is going to be my go-to <laughs> sipper. I'm not kidding. I yeah. love this whiskey. No more port um, around the fire. It's no, gonna be it's going to bring out the keeper's heart. Yeah. Um. One thing we learned at the bar, which if I could make a good Manhattan, maybe we would have planned for that. <laughs> I've never made a Manhattan before. I've had them. I've yeah. ordered Manhattans. I used but to make a mean we, Manhattan. It was a but... suggestion to us um, by one of the bartenders at Keeper's Heart to use the Keeper's Heart finished in Madeira barrels in a Manhattan. And I can totally see that. 
which I feel bad we didn't get their names, but the mm-hmm. bartenders were great. Yes. All I, we had four of them ask us questions mm-hmm. about like what we thought and stuff, and they were all great. And then the restaurant manager, Silly, was he was a hoot. I really yes. enjoyed him. Great <laughs> character, and uh, yeah, he was just a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. So, anyways. If you if you want to hear all of Keeper's yes, hearts, I was background. just gonna say. I normally we start off with the history and everything. I don't think we could do Kate Douglas justice yeah. <laughs> with with the background and how well she talked about the history of Keeper's Heart, how it came to be, the whole story, how they got Brian Nation, which if you did not know, Brian Nation, former master distiller. Um, at Jameson, the first yes. non-family master distiller yes. to be made a master distiller at Jameson. Left Jameson to come to Minneapolis, Minnesota and partner with the O'Shaughnessy's yeah. to yeah. And he's, make he, Keeper's Heart. He had his hand in Middleton and mm-hmm. um, one other distillery, I believe. The, the Irish Distillery Alliance or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. I forget the name, but yeah. Uh, that was episode 48 that we had Kate Thank Douglas Thank you. I was on. just going to say, do you have that episode number? I do, yep. Because I really encourage everyone to go back and listen to the episode number 48. That was just a couple months ago that we had Kate on with us. We had a great time with her. So much information. Um, and we tried, we did the review of Keeper's Heart Irish American and Irish Bourbon, which are the two whiskeys that you can try if you meet us on Friday. Yeah. So go give that podcast a listen. Um, I think we got um, some people in our listener league too that are quite happy or impressed that Kate's in our league. Um, yes. yes, she's in our listener league. Yeah, uh, FF Bourbon Dude Bradley. I mean, really big whiskey guy. Um, he's a big Old Elk fan, especially their Weeded series. Well, she worked on their Weeded series. She was the one that like did the work mm-hmm. behind that and blended it before Keeper's Heart. So, yeah, very very knowledgeable. Great podcast. Go listen to episode forty eight if you haven't yet. But um, talk about the the notes a little bit here. What do you get? Madeira. Port. <laughs> yeah. But it's not just Madeira. Like, it's very rye whiskey blended masterfully <laughs> with <Ooh>. Madeira. <laughs> this is so good. I'm not kidding. Like, this is one of my favorite whiskeys right now. Yeah, it's very good. Um, I like this more than Ocean's Aged. That is a huge thing coming from Miranda. Like my my voyage twenty three. Yeah, yeah. Now the thing I really like about this, you do get that nice sweet port um, undertone, which to me, not every port, but most ports are not overly sweet. Mm-hmm. That's what you get with this. But being one hundred and ten proof with the single barrel, um, you get just a nice little. I almost want to describe it as fizzy. It's not fizzy, Something. but like it's just like a nice little tingle. Mm-hmm. This is a very heat. warming. It yeah. warms you. That, maybe that's what I'm it's going for. It's a very for. warming. Warm. Like this is nice an awesome. This would be great around a fire pit. Fall is coming soon in Iowa. A fall fire pit with some. Keep, oh my gosh, that is such a mood. We should have <laughs> a vibe. We should have bought more. <laughs> um, we probably will. I see us getting more of this in our future because if I, I really was so impressed when we tried it at the bar, and we, like you yeah. said, we had already bought a bottle. Yeah, we were like, had I tried it first, you would have bought more than one. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, it's very good. And I don't know if we can get it here right now. So we'll have to look into that. Yeah, we'll figure it out. If not, maybe even A Spirits can get it. Yeah, we could probably order it there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Which. 
for our listeners who didn't, who weren't um, on our Ace Spirits episode with Luke, one of the awesome things about Ace Spirits is they ship anywhere. You can order from them, go to their website, and they will ship their whiskey to you anywhere. Yeah, go order um, that. Well, we'll talk about the Keeper's Heart store pick that they have next week. Yes, like I said, it's an August yeah. month for Keeper's Heart because we're going to be trying another very special whiskey next yeah. week that you can only get at Ace Spirits. But also, if you want a very unique rye, go to Ace Spirits right now and order their old Potrero, Potrero rye um, that's a store pick because that was really good as well. So... Uh, do you have anything else on keepers aside from this is really good and all I want to do the rest of the day is just sip on this, but unfortunately we can't. <laughs> no, we can't. Um, no, it's, it's just a phenomenal whiskey. Quick one mailroom question. Cody wants to know what's your favorite idea for a punishment for the loser of the league? I say make them go to a Nebraska Cornhusker game. <laughs> Sorry, Cody. <laughs> Throwing some shade at Cody. Can I can I take this as a takeaway? <laughs> you go read Cody's article. He's got an article on SGP's website on the top ten. He had a lot of fun researching that. He said uh-huh. uh, punishments for losers of the league. All right, I'm gonna go, to Cody. I'm gonna go look at that article. And pick your favorite. I, I just this is mm, this is a question I need to let marinate for a little while <laughs> and think about. So let me get back to you. It's like a good whiskey. You got to let it sit in its cask and get those flavors. And Because <laughs> more creative than just go to a Huskers game because if well, you I enjoy just, football. Like, I just, just had to throw on. that out there for Cody's sake, being the Husker I'm gonna give fan you, Cody, he is. I'm going to give you a much better answer than Justin. I just need with – it's just going to need a little time. All right. Got to think about this. We're at the Fantasy Football Expo this weekend. Come see us. Come see SGPN Fantasy Football and the SGP crew. We are uh, – check us out on YouTube. We're going to be getting our videos up there very soon. And we're talking tight ends to close it out next week. favorite episode. Yes, Miranda loves her tight ends, as you know. That's why she married me. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we got a lot of cool stuff coming up. Go follow our Instagram. Come see us at the Expo. Miranda, do you got anything else you'd like to add? You got to go get the Keeper's Heart finished in Madeira. Yes. I, that's all I can tell you. Agreed. Blown away. And it's, <laughs> I would say it's a, the price point is a little more than some of them that we've it's had on the show, it. but is, 100% is, worth it. You want to talk about innovative. This yeah. is an innovative whiskey. Absolutely. Um, our listener, Zach Avello, uh, I know you like rye. I don't know if you're a port fan, but um, you should try this. I think you would really enjoy it. So If good. you like the port taste and flavor profile. How's your port over there? It's absolutely gone. Going once. It's not port. Or sorry. <laughs> You're right. How's your keeper's Madeira finish single barrel? Gone. Going once. Going twice. Sold. Old fashioned football.